This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one minute on the counter-attack. Forest So, anyway, on to, on to in the meantime, let's get on to beating the Blues. Yeah, let's get on to beating the Blues. Oh, goodness me. As someone once said, funny old game football. And as I said a few weeks ago against Plymouth, we're going to play a lot worse and win. And there it was today. It was a, a quite dreadful game. Let's be frank about it. That We're all enjoying, and I'm not going to take any gloss away. I was as ecstatic as everybody when those two goals went in the last few minutes. And it was wonderful. And we all go away feeling good. But let's not dress it out we've won a football game that was good but I must admit today was the first time I didn't see a plan it's the first time I didn't really see what on earth they were trying to do Birmingham obviously had watched Blackburn come to do a job I don't know if that's going away from home and trying to do a job then good luck to them I thought but I thought Birmingham were mind-numbing I I, I, I liked you this as a player but I thought I just thought they were dreadful and I agree with Greg every single foul they made was I'm amazed they didn't have a man sent off long before the one that who did get sent off and that's saying something when you've got a man running around in an orange shirt called Keith Stroud who's yeah, a Luton fan as I we know. all know so, so come off it don't get don't let me hear a Blues fan saying that the Keith Stroud's done Watford any favours today he, <laughs> it was such obvious things they, they were, I thought they were terrible with, with what they did but no let's, that's it we've won a football game let's enjoy it I enjoyed it I got really excited that was one hell of a bloody header from our centre forward I've told, said, said it many times before I like a striker that was a Fantastic header! Don't the times you watch that back? Fantastic! He, and as I say, he didn't do a lot, but that's a centre forward for me. I don't give a monkey's about centre. That's three goals he scored already. He's a goal scorer. Get the ball into him in front of goal. We've got a goal scorer there. That's the trap. That's the issue now. Let's get some players to get the ball into him. I agree with what a few people have already said. I thought Kone was brilliant when he came on today. He had a purpose about him. He drove. I didn't recognise him. But I thought, well, who's this bloke that's just come on? He drove us through. 
and he turned a turdage game into something that suddenly made us look like we were going to win it. Because quite honestly, we were the only team that were going to win it. Yes, Batman's made a double save and won in the first half. The double save, magnificent. Fair play to you, Daniel. That was a tremendous. I'm not a fan. I'm not. Nothing's going to change that. But that was a magnificent save and fair play to him. And that was great. And fair play to the manager. He got the subs right today. He put a bit of energy back into the team. I'm a bit of a crossroads. I don't quite know what Watford are at the minute. And and that's obvious. It's early days, and so that's to be expected. It wasn't a great 70, 80 minutes. That first half, it was... I said to the guy that I sat, sit next to, I said, if you was at a park, if you were down the park watching this game, you'd have gone home a long time ago. It was, mm. it was poor. It was poor from both teams. It was nobody had a clue or an inkling to know what to do to break anybody down, and so it wasn't a great game. But then it came to life. And what did we say, Pete, about Wayne? I know he has Ford in that slip, and he said Wayne Andrews in to Ryan Andrews <laughs> when we said a couple. Well, yes. yes, we said a couple of weeks ago he got into positions and he hesitated before he shot. Exactly, he lined it up today and he stroked it. Yeah, he got a little bit of a deflection, but you don't shoot, you don't score. And what a wonderful thing to see him scoring goal! And boy, didn't he enjoy it! And that was a good thing. Both players that scored the goals didn't they enjoy scoring a goal as much as we did? And that's great. So there's lots going on at the football club. There's there's some good stuff coming through, and long may it continue. I was disappointed last week at Coventry. We threw away points there. People tell me Birmingham are a good side. They haven't lost a game, to be fair, and they're hard to score against. And But there's nothing more enjoyable than seeing a team who come for a point get their backside sent home to them at the death like that. And if, that, if you're going to play like that and time waste and try and kick, kick, kick your opponent off the park, then it's pleasurable to see them go home with nothing. And I think that is the point, that they did yeah. come for a point. They did yeah. pack in behind the ball. They were, They. I, I agree, I think they were physical. I mean, they were challenged where... I think Morris had, I think the Birmingham player had more of his shirt than Morris was actually wearing in the first half at one stage. And you get that. But it's also interesting to take a look at it because the foul distribution wasn't as wide as the count was. But you're absolutely right. Keith Stroud has done us no favours in the background. I think it's nice. I think it's nice that other clubs also hate Luton supporting Keith Stroud. (laughs) I can't be a downer on that one. Go on, mate. And at the end of the day, the distribution of fouls, you can have a little foul and a little clip. But these were nasty fouls from Birmingham. The four or five were really... The one on loser that you, funny enough, you clocked like I did, because I, again, I said that to a guy sitting there, I said, Christ, if he curls this in, we're going to have some problems here, because he didn't get him off the pitch. That was a nasty tackle. And he got up, and thankfully, it, it didn't... It, he obviously got away with one there, and he stayed on the pitch. But that was a bloody awful tackle on loser. And if, if, it, if a red card had come out, I would not have been surprised in the slightest. But, but anyway, so it's been a good day. Have Luton got a point yet? Oh, I was about, I've got the computer in front of me. I was just going to go and have a look and see whether or not Luton nil. Sorry, I apologise. Luton have got a Let's have a let's have a quick look, shall we? Because no, I'm it's, sure everybody no. wants to hear me uh, hear, hear me look at this. Let's have a look now. No, let's go down the bottom here. Oh, I there think we it's go. the computer uh, says no. In 18th is Everton Football Club. 19th is Burnley, and at number 20 is a team called Luton Town, who <laughs> minus eight goal difference. Oh no, they've got four L's next to. Them. No, no. Mind you, Burnley haven't got a point either, although they're only in three games, so who knows? But more importantly, that lot up the road. Uh, yeah, lovely. I'm hoping, hoping they're enjoying their season. A couple, couple of things you said there. Absolutely. Yeah. It, we, we turn around and go, oh, it got a deflection. That mm. makes it less of a goal. Exactly. exactly what you said earlier on. Take a touch and take the shot. 
if you yeah. take a touch and you pause and you hesitate or you don't take a good touch, the difference between a block and a deflection is right there. And that's what yeah. he's had. People have got yep. all the way across. If you get it away, the, the, the deflection, that's a bully bonus. Happy day. Happy Absolutely. day. I would ask anybody over the last 10 years of Watford results to go through and pick me out which of those goals were deflected. Because you don't give a shit and neither do I. They all count. <laughs> that's what we like. Absolutely. That's what we like. And let, let's do it again on Wednesday night. Let's get another let's get some momentum going. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah, Rich, thank you very much for coming good on. Evening, Rich, guys. Richard gave us a thumbs up. If that is an extra trusted means of communication and going out and negotiating or levying on behalf of the fans, then happy day. Happy yeah, day. We, want, we want our else football could... club back. We want our football club back, and that's exactly what I said to Luther. And I said, "You got a job on your hands, but you need to get." It. And he knows he's fully with it. He knows exactly what it is. So he's there to be shot at now. He's on. He's in the club. He's at the payroll, but he wants to make a difference. And good luck to him. And uh, yeah, good luck to Richard getting that sorted. Good stuff. Lovely stuff, Rich. Lovely stuff. Good uh, evening, guys. Cheers, mate. Have a good evening. Let's go to Danny. Danny, sorry, mate, you've been waiting, and sorry everybody who has been waiting. But there's also Justin there, who's who sneaked in having gone off and got having gone off and had a chip supper i believe justin i have indeed yes yes that was most lovely hello everybody um, most importantly first let's go and say hello to danny danny how you doing hello, mate you're right yeah we're good, good yeah. we're good come on then mate what, what did you make of proceedings uh, today at the vic I agree what people have been saying a flat game up until descending off but famous last words Literally, my wife sat next to her. Obviously, you've met the little lady a few times. I did, sat, I, said, I said to her, I said, another home game with our goal. Literally, a minute later, bangs in the header. And that's what it's all about. It's, it's interesting because we look at this and go, oh, we got away with one. But, of course, if you'd scored two goals, one in the 17th and one in the 90th minute, it was exa- exactly the same. You have to keep going for the duration. And as yeah. Rich said, you're sitting there thinking, oh, we've all talked about the, the, the play slowing down and not having an answer to it. At the end of the day, putting the ball into the box and our big Danish striker getting his bonts onto it and finding that little spot in the corner, which we know Ruddy doesn't like. He doesn't like going near the corners of the of, of the goal to make a save. Uh, see Gerard Delaferro for details. Um, yeah. And, and, and what? What a difference of a Saturday night. Lovely job. Lovely job. Yeah. yeah, loving it. Yes. Yes, it wasn't the most performance that's going to stand in the mind for a long time. But what it was, you could see that the team were, were together, which, which as a Watford fan, we've not seen for a very long time. The team's together, the team playing together and trying to get it, trying to get a winner. Because it was, to be quite frank, it was only us that was going to look like a good winner. Mm. Yes, obviously, the sending off obviously did help the matters. And to be honest, you know, as a Birmingham fan, I mean, if you're John Hughes, even a Birmingham fan, you'd be thinking, what the hell is he doing? You know, you want a yellow card. Why are you bringing him down there? Let Aspria, he did absolutely, he, he ripped him to shreds there. He's, he's put it for his legs, brought him down. I mean, you do that when you're not on it, when you haven't got a card, you take the yellow. But when you're on a yellow card, absolutely brain dead. We can't complain, can we? It's changed the game. And also, the substitutes for, for Mishmael today, absolutely spot on. Every one of them subs made an impact. And that's what substitutes meant to do when on a pitch, make an impact. And they all made an impact. I, yeah, I, I think they did. I thought we saw, as, as we've already discussed, as you said, Kone came on, gave us a bit of energy, gave us that kind of jink one way, come away with the ball the other, and then release the ball with his right to go out to our right and open up. Chak for Dadze or Dave or whatever people want to call him. He's still a box of tricks. I still think we need some end product. I think that's been the problem from the wide areas. We haven't seen enough end product. But, you know, you get it out to a Spreer who came on and was, was a force for good. 
puts the ball into the net and or puts the ball into the box and we get that that big Danish fella gets onto the end of it and suddenly he's on three goals in two games and he I think we all say he hasn't done very much else but <laughs> who cares he happy day he he's a striker I can't remember which caller we said it might have been Rich to, you know, it might have been a call, call for like, I can't remember exactly uh-huh. but as a, as a striker you then score goals and we haven't had a striker like that Prime obviously when Dini was in his pod that was probably the last time we had a striker that just absolutely knew where the back of the net was and now it's thrilling to see I know yes it's early days 3-2 is a fantastic start to his Watford career and to be honest long may it continue but we just need to start getting the balls in the box now because he's 6 foot 3 6 foot 4 play to his strengths get the ball in the box he ain't going to miss a header at that, at that size let's just stop as the old Uncle Ron said let's stop fanning around with the ball play it side to side let's just get the ball to the wingers Alspria Semmer whoever it is on the wing get the ball into, into Radjevic and he, nine times out of ten he's going to win the header because of his size so it was a brilliant brilliant thing and then obviously Brian Andrews been at the club since he was eight years old what a moment for him he must have had the best fortnight of his life being in the 20s played for Watford today scored, scored his first professional goal what a moment for him I'm, do you know what when a, one of your own scores a goal it's just something special isn't it something special absolutely and, and, and when he came after the goal and everybody's chanting he's one of our own he looked absolutely made up which was lovely stuff so there we go there we go anyway good evening Mrs Iron sorry to uh, to have bothered you the other day and coming along and said hello and I said hello to Danny but lovely stuff hello there he's not of... we're just on the M1 back home oh, okay okay so I'm, I'm going to ask one I'm going to ask one of Danny and one of Mrs Danny who are you going to take from the subs you've got to take the, from the substitutes that we brought on who are you going to promote into the starting 11 versus West Brom one from, um, one from yeah. each of you just one. one. One each. One each. Lewis, for me. Yeah, I, I agree, Lewis. Oh, look at this. We, this is, this we're is, a team, you see. We're a... This is, this is a, if you've not met Danny and Mrs. Danny, they're obviously Jamal Lewis's agent between the two of them. Well done. <laughs> well done. They're, they're... Um, in all seriousness, mate, if you ask me to pick one, but I generally, I would actually, probably all of them that come on, I would probably start. Maybe, I think George, Georgie probably has to start, but I would prefer to see him in at number 10 and keep Marty's because yes Martin probably had one of his quiet games today but he still causes problems when he's on the wing so I would probably start all the subs but maybe drop I don't know Sierra Alta maybe I'm not sure but again I, I think if all subs did start on Wednesday you probably couldn't have any arguments really because they all made an impact lovely stuff I, I think you'll probably stick with Sierra Alta in there because we've seen when he's not sometimes yeah. things go a little bit awry I thought he had one of his more interesting games because he was getting forward a bit and suddenly yeah. there's Sierra Alta on the right wing and he, okay, that that doesn't operate like that top knot should be in the centre what's he doing over there never mind yeah. and, and you have to forgive him a little bit because he's not a natural midfielder he's a centre back by trade so he's going to make the odd mistake in there but I think first half as probably the team where it was a bit a bit sloppy a bit one of them but I think second half Sierra Alta was a lot better second half as was Porteous well I think Porteous first half was a little bit calamitous but I think second half he was probably he was outstanding but I've got to say though man of match for me I'd, I'd actually give it to Batman that double save and um, the save in the first half as well because it wasn't really anybody that sort of shone the whole game but I think I, I personally would give it to Batman because yes we know ball at his feet you know it does worry me a little bit but shot stopping he's really good and to be honest your goalkeeper keep ball out of the net that's your job lovely stuff Lovely stuff. Look, guys, go and have a safe journey back. And obviously, don't forget to spend that that Jamal Lewis appearance money commission wisely. That's what we like yeah. to see. All right, guys, you take care. Catch you Wednesday. Catch you Wednesday. We will do. We will do. Lovely stuff. Lovely take stuff. Care, mate. Lovely stuff. There goes Danny and Mrs. Danny. We will obviously one day find out what Mrs. Danny's name is properly. And talk, talk to 
You're normal, but you know what we're like. There's Mrs. Wendover and all sorts. Never mind. Let's go to... Sorry, that's, there's, we lost you there, Paul Holly, and we also lost you there, Geordie. If you jump back in, I will bring you back in. My apologies. Let's get to... We're going to go to Ellie, then to Ant, then to Alex. And as we go, let's get, let's get Ellie on, who is always a member of the Dan Backman mispronunciation party, because you like to not call him Backman, do you? How do you pronounce it? It's not... He's a twat. I just can't <laughs> I can't bear that man. But can I just say, Pete, all about the youth, all about the youth, aren't we, at Watford, bringing them through and getting them in. And we, they're never quite good enough to make the main squad. But Brian Andrews scored a goal today. This is true, we said. Yeah. And I was the only person at Coney Heath Football Club screaming like a lunatic because he scored his goal. How did Coney Heath get on then? Was they it? lost a day, oh. uh, 2-1, and I was like, please, Jesus. And then all of a sudden I get the Sky Sports no- notification come through. Oh, Watford. Oh, fucking hell, Ryan Andrews. He's so, a youth and he's just scored. So, and I'm running so, up and so, down so, the sidelines like uh, a lunatic. So aren't we, were you asked to be escorted from the ground? And we've been doing a bit of chat no. about stewarding. I would suggest that if no goal has scored and suddenly you start screaming and running up and down the sideline, I'd, be, I'd imagine a, a luminous a yellow-jacketed person would be walking towards you and shepherding <laughs> you away from the ground. No, but it was really funny because the chairman of Coney Heath, he's actually a Watford fan himself. So he was like, oh, Ellie. And I was like, yeah, I know. Have you bloody well seen this? No, we don't have any of that nonsense, thank God. The refereeing is, to be fair, it's no different to being at Vicarage Road, to be honest, week in, week out. It's terrible. But in fairness, I'm able to take my nephew. We don't have any issues with getting in and out of gates. We don't have any issues with stewards. We don't have any issues with going into the club and purchasing items such as vodka and and soft drinks and food and all the rest of it it's a it's a step six really small club but it's really well run and that is the difference and I just think do you know what sometimes it does you good to go back down to that level every once in a while to watch a game and it makes you realize do you know what it the nonsense that goes on the politics and stuff at the higher levels especially is just ridiculous and it just it's so good for my nephew to get him out and he's just turned five so he absolutely loves going so yeah which is fantastic he's, he's only five and you're already buying him vodka and coke which is i'm not buying him vodka uh, to and be coke. honest I have bloody you, safeguarding issues no your auntie and of the year you, award is is absolutely well deserved i am the favorite auntie i'm not gonna lie i'm the auntie that takes them out and does things with them every single week and I'm really lucky with that because I have such a good relationship with all of my nephews, all four of them. And hopefully next week I might be going to Sheffield. I might be going up to the Blades. So we'll see. But that'll be a totally different experience because that'll be full hospitality and everything else. Oh, and I'll be putting... She's having it large, everybody. She's having, having it large. large. You there can't you go. go from one extreme to another. But it does me good because my older nephews now are off playing like in obviously at quite a high level. It means that it's not as fun anymore. You've missed that grassroots element a little bit. So now I'm doing it all over again with my littlest nephews. So, yeah. There is always the joy to be had at 
and I don't mean it in a condescending way when I say lower or non-league level football of, mm. of being able to freely wander around the ground, go and have a, yeah, go and have a, go and have a drink, go and sit in, and not having to be there an hour before, otherwise somebody will be rooting through your bags. All of these things, exactly. But, but there's also the joy of being able to watch football at a different level and from a different perspective and a different vantage point. So yeah, everybody and I know we've got a number of people who, for example, Jason goes and goes and watches Didcot, who are yeah, you know, playing there and. I think we're going to have to organise a, a trip down there to go and roar on Dick in the... Uh... I just think our local clubs, our lower league clubs, like Tuesday night they've got a cup game and it's like almost like a derby because they're playing London County, but it's all out war. And I just think that the lower league clubs are the clubs that really need our money. And my mum said to me, she goes, yeah, she goes, we could go to Vicarage Road, but I refuse to put any money in that buffoon's pocket. And my mum's just like, no, we're not doing it because of how he treats us lot, just us peasants and the rest of it. And I think it's so good that Rich had that chat with Luther and told him a few home truths. And I think Luther Blissett will do his best. But I, again, my mum's doubtful and she's quite, she's not expecting massive expectations. One, We will go come back to Vicarage Road at some point, but it'll be when they've sorted things out. Like, how dare those stewards treat that, treat Rich with his family? And I just think at the end of the day, we are supposed to be the original family club. Equality and diversity is absolutely at the top of everybody's agenda at the minute. And I just think, do you know, Watford, get your HR team out. They need to clearly do some work with your stewarding and they clearly need to have a bit of an education about how to treat people. And these are people that are paying your wages. They wouldn't have jobs if it weren't for you guys going week in, week out. And they need to be shown some respect. And I think as fans, we need that. There you go. The head of Do Not Scratch Your Eyes HR, Ellie, has spoken. I'm sure Luther, Luther will be listening to that and many other opinions about such things if and take, those, taking the good fight there because... If any of those, Pete, if any of those stewards are treated, my nephew who has a disability like that, I can't begin to tell you, from a HR perspective, they would be suspended immediately. And not only that, from a family perspective, we would be given, as a family, there would be an expectation that the club would do something really nice for us, give us maybe like match day hospitality for the next home game or something. Just putting it out there. Luther, if you're listening, get it sorted. Yeah, no, no pressure, Luther. Don't worry. Once, once you've, once you've finished doing everything else, just go and get that sorted. And for some reason, we're sending Ellie for uh, for some kind of hospitality, or because of Richard's family having a bad thing. Well done. That, that's excellent negotiating. I like that. I like that very much indeed. Let's get to oh, Justin, sir. Justin, before because I, I, I brought you in because I saw you were there. Now that you're back, how was the chip supper? It was great. Yes, very nice. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, I couldn't hang on. I couldn't do this and then go out. It was decided. No, we've got to eat now. So. No, you're, you were feeding all the family. Marvelous. This is all understood. This is all understood. Now, Justin, sir, you are a fine purveyor of music and we're about to bring Ant on. And Ant normally prepares his own fanfare upon arrival. I would like you all to right. spot, identify and understand the theme. Last time it was Cindy Lauper, time after time, when we thrown it. Let's see what Ant might actually have. Ant, if you're going to join us, if you've got anything prepared, prepared hit us with it oh look at this everybody's getting ready to shout 
There you go, there you go. Here he is, everybody. Hey. Oh, and that was par excellence. That really, really was good. And we all, we, all, we all thought, oh, we're going to have to wait until he finally gets to the Esprit a bit. And yes, we did. Yes, you fucking did. I was thinking, <laughs> do I cut it off now? And I thought, no, I'm no. fucking wait. <laughs> no, you've waited long enough. You get to play the whole album if you want. That's fine. Anyway, mate, how, how are you today? Two two late goals, nice win. Did Were you at the ground? I was there, I was there. I got to about 85th, I went up and just stood at the end of the stairway, just watched from the watched from there so I can make a quick exit. Didn't want to get stuck. And uh, it's, I guess, they got, obviously, the player sent off and I said to him, mate, I said, we've got a chance now. And I said, hopefully there's like, a good bit of added time, seven minutes. And I was like, right, yeah, we, we stay, we stay here, we stay put. And uh, glad I did, thank God for that, thank the fuck. Um, <laughs> I think the first half, to be honest, I think was fucking boring. Absolute shit, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Martins, I think Martins had a great first half. A couple of other players did. Frustrated me the most. Morris, mate, just kept not passing to Martins. It wasn't just him, to be fair, but he'd done it a lot. Martins was in so much space for the first half. And he was, like, right in front of me. And he's like, holding his hand up, like, waiting for, like, someone to pass the ball to him so he can make a run or whatever. And no one was passing the ball to him. It was just so frustrating, like, the poor bloke. And he's, he's been having cracking games. Like as others have said, I don't know why he keeps getting taken off. Mm, no, like, no, no. See what, and he looks in, and I like it, because he, he gets annoyed when he gets taken off. We haven't had players like that for ages now who look proper pissed when they come off. Apart from, like, the Sars and that, obviously, you think they're, like, obviously the best player in the team they pretty much were, to be honest. But, obviously, they weren't just before, they weren't performing. They get taken off, and then they'd have the right arm. But he's actually performing, and he's, and he's getting taken off. Bit yeah. bit frustrating it, for me. Second half, I thought the start of the second half, absolutely brilliant. Still frustrating we didn't score. Someone actually said there was about 73% possession in the first half. And I think we had like three shots, I think. So it's a bit shit. Yeah, possession's good, but like to have three shots if you've got that much possession is shit, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's. I think we had when we had Wendover on first earlier on, and he'd said about we can be a bit more direct. I think the answer is we can move the ball over longer areas quicker as you say sometimes we pass it across and it's a little bit like last season I hate to say it you know where it goes one man to one man across the back line and it's like just hit a, a, a long diagonal ball put him in behind the back because when we do that it's it really changes it and that was yeah that, that was Martin, frustrating Martin's it slowed it all out. down a bit go on sorry Hoop's good at fucking whacking them balls into him to be fair but the amount of times he was there for the first half and he was just waiting for or he'd make a run and no one would pass it or he'd, he'd be waving his arms up for someone just to signal to him or look, at least look at him like so he knows they're like maybe thinking of passing the ball to him but they just weren't doing it there didn't seem to be a lot of urgency today like really in getting the ball forward it was all just oh taking a couple of extra touches and then passing it back sort of thing it was a bit frustrating Dan Batman the crowd did get on his back a little bit didn't they to the start of the game and he made a little bit of almost an error and I did, there was quite a lot of booing at that point. I don't know if you remember it. Yeah. But then he put, I think he pulled it back with a double save, though. Yeah, fair play to him. That was a great save. I think if, if they had scored that, but, but I don't think we would have weird one today. No. Have been, I think, think we'd have lost that 1-0, to be honest. Asprilla coming on, I think that was a good decision. He, I think the game's changed a bit when he come on. Like I said, I was a bit pissed off about Martins going off when the other subs come on. Kone, I'm still not too convinced of them this season. I think he played quite well today. He wasn't too bad. Dave, I like a bit of Dave. He's great. It's whatever, however the fuck you pronounce it. We'll get there one day. Yeah, he was quiet, but yeah, he's got well, he's got one in. And what's that? Is it three and three now for him? And seeing yeah. like one of the games, it was only, what, 10 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's three so, and um, two, technically. But yeah, you're absolutely right. He came on for a little while against Blackburn, didn't he? Yeah, so it's three and three. Not, not to be sniffed at. What did you, what did you think of, uh, of Jamal Lewis? 
I thought it was, I thought it was good. I, thought, I, I was quite happy with him coming on, to be honest with you. I'm not sure. To be fair, I'm glad Andrews. I'm glad him and Andrews were both on the pitch at the same time. I think this, the team we had at the end of the second half, pretty much, or at the end of the game, bar Martins, because obviously he weren't on the pitch, was probably the best team we've got and we can put out, to be honest. Cool. Cool. I think the side that we started the game with wasn't our strongest. Well, if yeah, that but, makes sense. Yeah, no, but and it's even though we've got and we all know and I think we all have to acknowledge we have a thin squad. It's only going to take a couple of injuries for it to look at it uh, and see it. But you still got options off of that bench, and it was in, it was interesting because we didn't have either uh, either Bayo or Healy, and Healy obviously hasn't spent a minute. Healy ain't going to play, is he? Uh, let's, let's be realistic. I don't think Ishmael wanted him at all. Ishmael described his training this week as or his session. He said he had a really good week. He's been a lot more confident, and he's really close back. He's really close to training again. And you think. Those two things don't really match. Has he had a good week when he's only just back to... Anyway, who knows? We will see. But in a funny way... A couple of queries. Um, I didn't hear anything about Bayo. What's happened with him and what's happened with Semmer? uh, Well, Semmer played 90 minutes in both games for Sweden. So right. when he was off, and I think they they wanted to, so to rest him basically, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it, it's there. You go. That that solves that. It also allows him to play forty five minutes or there or thereabouts of, of both the left backs coming in because he's not going to want to overplay them because of course they've both been out. So I suppose in a way, either if both problems solve the other one. If Bio will be very interesting to know whether or not he's got a little knock or a niggle because the danger is obviously talking about it being a thin squad is if Ryovich today had taken a knock. Who, who are we playing up there? What are we doing? What configuration are we going to put together with literally no single other striker in the squad? And then what would we be doing for Wednesday? And then when we go to Leeds on Saturday, who knows? Who knows? One- what happened to... Have we still got... I've been a bit shit with like the last bit of the transfers. It's a bit yeah. boring. Have we still got Adiemo, have we? We have. He has got an injury. We know that he's got an injury oh, at the moment. Oh, he injured? So he's, he's coming back slowly, but we will see. But on the good news was obviously that Fulham won, Luton nil is nice. Man United lost 3-1, and both Danny Welbeck and Yao Pedro scored, and also Richarlison scored for Tottenham. So technically, I think Watford have won the Premier League today, which is Richard nice Richard actually got a, a goal and assist, but I don't know if he's going to get much more this season. Hopefully, I mean, I don't like Tottenham, but for him, obviously being next Watford, hopefully he does all right this season, because he didn't really have a good season last time, did he? Apparently, Pedro's goal, TalkSport said it was a cracking goal. I've not seen it yet, but they said it was a great goal. I don't know what Pedro's goal was like. But apparently that was pretty good. And yeah, the scum lost, so that's fucking even better, isn't it? Happy day. We got a win, the scum lost. They're on zero points. They, a, they, might, they could beat our record. It's a lovely job, it's a lovely job. And Neil Ardley and Neil Cox, who are now the management team up at, up at York City, beat Southend 3-0. It's been a very good day for everybody. Cheers, Ant. Lovely stuff. You have to say, tequila has been probably the high point of, quite frankly, at least my day. Lovely stuff there from Ant. Always comes on with a laugh and a smile. This is Neil Cox with Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Alex, uh, final caller before we, we head into five-word review nonsense and other curmudgeonly nonsense. Alex, uh, how you doing? Oh, he's, rec- he's gone. He's gone away. No, hold on. Let's get him back in. Fingers and thumbs, remnant. Come on, sort your life out. Alex. Hello. Hi. There you go. We once again, we get over Elon Musk's kingdom of evil. You're in, sir. What did you make of the day? I think seven minutes changes a lot in your perception of football matches. I, I think going into the 90th minute, I was really puffing out my cheeks going, we're never going to score a goal ever again. And then... It, it, it was good, wasn't it? I, I, I think I can't remember much in the first half apart from the fact that Birmingham should have been 1-0 up in my eyes. That was a fantastic save in the first 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. And I think whilst it's great to win, I think it's important to realise that it was quite a struggle today. And the fact that we've managed to win a game not playing that well, I think it's a positive. I think it's also very flattering of us that I, I, I don't know where I stand on Birmingham. They're obviously unbeaten, but I think they actually paid us quite a compliment by, I don't think they really created that much. And if that's an unbeaten side coming to our place and playing like that's quite a compliment. The comments that uh, a lot of their guys, when we'd spoken to them, we, we spoke to Chatting Blues and we also spoke to uh, Blues Focus as well. And they both just said, defensively, we're really solid. And so, in a way, if we'd have been sitting here nil, that would have been the mitigating circumstances, that they hadn't lost a game. They are packing men behind the ball. They are, I would suggest less adventurous on an attacking sense but you've got I still think that Stansfield is a tremendous talent to come through so he'll be an interesting thing to watch but we did break it down the Tottenham versus Sheffield United were winning 1-0 and Tottenham basically scored their two goals to win it 2-1 in the 98th and then the 100th minute and and I think I, whilst I absolutely agree with you, it was it was winning ugly. There were still issues, and I think in in a way, I think the reverse of that, the positive to take is the fact that I thought the subs actually came on and made a positive gonna, impact I, on that. I was going to make that. I've not. I, I, I said it at Coventry and Bio came on. Did, I've not yeah. seen a manager. I've not seen a manager with his subs change games like Valerian Ishmael does. Every, I thought every sub today was spot on, done in a proactive sense. I don't think I've I literally, I get all was it five subs of it? All, all five. Jamal Lewis looked brilliant when he came on. Chat for that, looks great when he came on. Kone looked, people have commended Kone. He was superb. Mm, mm. And then Spirit Andrews. This, he is, I've not seen a manager change a game. Like he, he manages to change a game. It's brilliant. Good stuff. I, I think we can all agree on that. And people say about taking people off in the 60th minute. I think the other flip side of this is we're all saying, oh, we're playing on Wednesday night again. There's people who have been oh, played an hour tonight. They'll be relatively fresh, you'd imagine, for Wednesday night. So I trust him a lot, and I think he has made those proactive substitutions. And like I say, you give Martin's 90 minutes tonight, and then he won't be. He might not be fully fit for Wednesday. Yeah, like I say, he, he, yeah, he makes proactive substitutions. But just uh, the, 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 I had to. I was, I was driving in the car, and the, the Birmingham fan that came on. Yeah. Um, and he made an illusion that 16, I think Greg said it. No, he, no, I said I mean, some of, their, some of their fouls were absolutely, how on earth you cannot think that you do not, you, you're getting done over by a referee. And also the, the one on the loser challenge, I'm pretty sure there's an FA rule that says that if you require treatment after a player's been booked for a challenge, you can stay on the pitch. Oh, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that's an FA rule that they implemented recently. But yeah, I'm really quite amused that he was saying the first five minutes, 
it should have been a booking where Martins was clearly taken out by Ali. It was ridiculous. But yeah, I, I, I also wanted to to say well done to Dan Batman. I think he looked a bit better. I think he looked a bit shaky, but you could claim that he's technically him and Porteous. They basically won us the game in my eyes, and Tom Daly Bashir as well. He, I thought. Losing was missing. I completely forgot losers on the pitch at times, and I think Tom Deli Bashiru he did his job, and then lose his job today. You know that's fair play to him because he's had some real struggles with his knees recently. But he is a properly you don't get you not in City Academy if you're not terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really happy for him, and I think the rotation is is very smart because it keeps everybody fresh and fit. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff, excellent, Alex, brilliant as always, as always, superb, Justin, sir, Justin. Before before Hello. we go into into everything else, just to say, Wealdstone, yes. by the way, drew nil at home at, at Wealdstone's ground, Grosvenor Vale. Tomorrow, the Watford women are playing at home to Blackburn. Kickoff is, I believe, 2 o'clock. I will check that in a minute. So if anybody is about and wants to see them, last week they got a cracking 3-2 win away at Charlton. Charlton have been a big name in their time in women's football, so no small thing at all for that. But there we go. But anyway, Justin, before I go into that, what, yes. what were your final thoughts about the game today? we've heard from everybody else and it's only right that we hear from you and what your thoughts were because you'd forecasted a 3-1 win a two-goal difference win it's all good for you obviously what are your thoughts on it it didn't didn't look like that did it until like the last minute but no it was all right peter it wasn't the greatest game but i think three points is three points what's the difference between luton and a triangle Triangle's got three points. Um, so I, I think, yes. Yeah, a win's a win. Will we remember that as being a great game? Probably not. I thought it was nice that Rayovich went over and celebrated with the fans after he scored. There's a lovely photo on the Watford socials of him doing that. That's really nice. Other things about today, nice to see Mal. Hadn't seen him for a while. Nice to see Greg as well. Had a little chat with those guys. But yeah, it was not a classic match, was it, Peter, really? But I, I couldn't really see the first goal from where I was sat. I wasn't quite sure what was going on until I saw the replay. Lovely strike by Andrews. Bit of a deflection. Three points. We'll take that. And I think the I didn't actually hear what a lot of what the Bourbon guy was saying, but I take it he thought that it was 2-0 to the referee, right? Is that what I'm taking away from the everybody else's saying? He, he was taking issue with Luton supporting orange shirt-wearing Keith Stroud, who was today's referee. <laughs> and I'm not going to put anybody in their place when they're doing that. I'm all for that. We know that Keith Stroud <laughs> knows how to give a shonky yeah. decision in many ways. But it was we, we were talking about it, and I did the foul count because it was on the, on the BBC website where they did 17 fouls. We did 16. We, they got seven yeah. bookings. We got one. As Wendover and as Rich W. And a whole plethora of people said, yeah, but it was what the fouls were. It was yeah. the nature and the slightly, what's the phrase, kind of dark arts element to, the, to, those, particular, to, to those particular fouls. And it's, there's always going to be a difference when one team is sitting behind the ball, the other team had literally two-thirds of the possession, that's us, pushing the ball about. Mm-hmm. And then if you give the ball away, it's their, their last-minute fouls, their, you know, their last chance, their last... So there's a certain level of, not desperation about them, but you're defending. If you've got 62% of the possession, okay, you might push somebody out to try to get to a ball in a flat running contest or something like that they were just less what's the phrase not sinister it's not the quite the right word but i don't know they weren't fouls they were just contests that went a little bit further on so never mind yeah um, i said to the boat next to me birmingham to be lucky to have 11 on the pitch at the end of the match and that's how it played out and again i've heard 
talk of the substitutions. I think there's a lot of fair points being made there. I think the substitutions did make a difference. I thought Espria was good. I did hear uh, Ant playing Tequila. That's my karaoke song. So, yeah, no, I thought it was, like I say, three points is three points. We now have to focus on West Brom during the week and see what happens there. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy tonight, Peter. Good. And also predicting a win with a two-point margin probably puts me at the top a little bit stronger, I think. So yeah, It should do. Yeah. Now, we're going to start... We're going to start the five-word reviews, and I have to start one, which which had a bit of you having a conversation with T.W. Watford man, who said, stop, oh. stop doing this before the game has ended. And you came out and went, read the small print, because if, if anybody doesn't know, Justin schedules these things, and they're always just before the end of the game. And T.W. came back and said, schedule it better. And you've just replied and said, no. Now, this is no place for a squabble. No, this is absolutely the place for the squabble. Everybody... Keep giving Justin a hard time for doing this too early. Stephen Atkinson is having nothing to do with the whole five-word element about this. And in fairness, neither is TW with his first point earlier on. But Stephen Atkinson said, Backman haters do one. We wouldn't have won that without his save in the 82nd minute. I think also the one in the first half was pretty good in about the 82nd second. Brian Edwards, hello, Brian. He starts with a two. Never, ever, ever leave early and he also said was a bit shit really so he gives with one hand takes away with the other dave lavender hey dave says boy how we needed that yeah it's nice yeah we all knew that we needed a win and for for luck or judgment we managed to force the issue and get it paul fianda turner we heard earlier on he's traffic cone no more see what he did there that's very good i like that very much traffic coney john parslow danish gambit overcomes chess stalemate yeah it was a bit of a tactical one wasn't it simon parkins hey simon i'll give you a shout Monday probably I think we have a number nine Gary said fans in the SEG in the SEJ no vocal support dreadful yeah Gary normally sits in the rookery end and was was sat basically in in full sight and full ear hammering of the Birmingham fans who I have to say if they're traveling back if anybody you make a glorious noise well done guys I'm, I think fair play to you couldn't understand a bloody word of it but hey that's it Brian's back again Brian Edwards says got out my seat twice once for a piss second to leave on 88 minutes bugger I think we now understand why he said never never leave early. Carl Campion said vital saves from Uncles Backman. Uncles, like that. Mark of Watford and England. Hey there, mate. Ryevich is the real thing. Natasha Luton lost. Watford won. Happy. I like that. I like that. Very good. George White, the Hertfordshire Harland, scores again. Hertfordshire Harland. Justin, do we think we can... Do we like Hertfordshire Harland? I think that's quite a good one. I think we might adopt that, actually. Whoever coined that phrase, expect to hear that on our it, podcast coming up. George, we are, we're, we're plagiarising it, it, which is a really nice way Claiming of... Claiming it as our own. Uh, nice way of saying <laughs> steal, obviously. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> right, George, hope you're well, mate. Ryan Andrews, a fan favourite, says Watford fan. Chris Bone says, that's why we love football. Jimmy Pesto, poor game, but great result. Mark Noley, Watford, get out of jail. Silgerman, I love the Danish moose. I like that very much. We're all Hornet Steve says Ryevic, 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 Ryevic. I may have added one more Ryevic than was technically necessary there, but that's fine. Carb says Birmingham Red made the difference. That's true. They were, we thought they were going to be wearing their away kit in, in talking about red, and they didn't. Because Birmingham's away kit has five different designs. They all come out and they all look like they're wearing slightly different kit. It's very odd. Willie Eckers-like says, nothing like two late goals. Hope you're well, Ken. Dickie Sutton says, Backman, man of the match. Three outstanding saves. Backman's getting a lot of love today and fair play. We like the fact that this is the home of balance. Ryan Cripps to the Golden Boys, 2-0. James DJ says, peaky start, blinding finish. Oh, that's very good. 
That's very good. I see what he's done there. He's done clever stuff Peaky because blinders. we all very know good. here, We all we do is just basically put, we ask Ben, can you put a big cap on your Cocker Spaniel? But that's clever wordplay. That's what we need more of. I like that very much. Where are we? Carl Campion, good win for Cesspit FC. Very convinced about that. Ben Slater, two wins on the bounce. Tom Hagen turned up in the 92nd. There you go. Or no, 91st even. For some reason, I'm, uh, I, I managed to lose one for some reason. Dickie Sutton also says, loving new injury time rule. Mal, Wrexham to Watford, you awns. Hampshire Hornet, deserved win, need goals earlier. Yes, it would be nice, I grant you that. But they all count until the referee blows three times. Watford FC says, Keith Stroud loves the Watford. Oh, I don't think he does, but I like that. I like that very much. Roy Cripp says, it's coming together. Patience needed. Louis Teixeira, aye, that's more like it. Holly, Paul, sorry, mate, we didn't get to you earlier on. I hope you're busy going out and having a nice evening. He said, Sierra Alta, man of the match. I really liked Sierra Alta today. And I thought it was just, he was just popping up in places I didn't expect. And then when he was back in that area, I thought he was... I thought, I, I, I just really liked him there. At last, an effing win, says Shadow Assassin. Rob C, Index Jesus says, performance average, result wonderful. That's good. I like that. Jimbo, keep at it. Happy enough. Peter Mooney says, impressed with Backman's feet today. Looks like they did a lot of work on distribution over the international break. Peter is absolutely having none of this five-word nonsense. Well done. Softail says, really better late than never. Absolutely. Mark Hancock, hey Mark, never leave a game early, he says. Matthew Kennedy says, just have a little patience in the words of take that or other people who've sung a similar name song. Never mind. Dunny says, cracks papered over at the end. Oh, was it cracks papered over or was it pushing and finally getting it and scoring it? Are goals worth less after 90 minutes? I, I get what you mean. I understand what you mean because it wasn't the performance we all want to see throughout the, the, the full time. But maybe we got to see different characteristics. We got to see a bit of determination. We finally got to see a ball into the box and somebody get ahead of two centre-backs and win it. Maybe that's a different a, a different criteria. Is it cracks papered over? We'll see. We'll see in the next game. But it's a good thought. Matthew Kennedy says, boo boys, go home happy. Sean, hello, says, uh, hurrah, a smash and grab. And Dean Maloney said, he's one of our own. We did like that. I did. I must confess, he looked absolutely thrilled when he scored that 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 goal, did, did young Ryan Andrews. Can anyone see Uncle Ron, said Lindsay. He's been here. He's come on, Lindsay. He's he said his bit. He's he's vented his spleen. At, I, don't know, I don't know why... He, why we vent spleens. I don't know if somebody once decided that spleens were the kind of thing that you needed to vent all the time, but we, he did that nonetheless towards towards Morris. But eulogised about the possibility of Lewis having an extended run and therefore keeping him out. Stephen Atkinson said, I sympathise with Richard, so we're on to the long forms now. If I can get out of work early enough on Wednesday, I'm likely to have my work bag with two laptops and a pair of headphones in it. Definitely bigger than an A4. Let's have a look. I think he's got a second. Oh, he's, he's got a he's got a string on here. We're doing threads on this now. This is interesting. And as for the absolute fucking joke of being frisked every time we come into the ground, I'm 61 years old. I make my feelings known to the steward searching me every single match. Even worse, when I didn't get searched at QPR or Palace in the last two seasons. Yeah, no, it's not great, but yeah. The point about the Manchester bombing, which was an utter tragedy on every single level, is something that everybody has a great deal of empathy and huge colossal levels of sympathy and grief about. But sometimes does does four years later going overkill because a bag is slightly bigger than A4 make it any dangerous? I'm not sure about these things. But as you'll have heard, we're gonna we're gonna 
hope, hopefully Richard's going to reach out. We've now got Luther looking into such things, it would appear, perhaps. I don't know if that's the kind of thing he's going to be looking at. We'll be hearing more about exactly what his roles will be, will be being defined as, so to speak. But let's hope there's another person there who is there to talk on behalf of fans. That's a good thing. John Parslow said, I'm cautious about the subs' impact versus starters. My view is that we wore down Birmingham and then introduced the finishers when more space was there and they were tired. It's a squad game and baby steps, but collectively they kept going and I'm slowly falling in love. You warns. There you go. There's John being quite kind of looking at it and saying, maybe that's part of the plan. Maybe and We know that games open up towards the end when there's more there's more tired legs going on and you bring on people who are fresh. For example, Ngakia could barely run anymore by the end. He put in a hell of a shift and he's gone unmentioned. And then we bring on Ryan Andrews, who's fresh and we know we'll get to the byline and we'll get into areas to shoot as well. So fair play. And in fairness, I think Ngakia had a pretty decent effort in the second half as well. Paul Fiander Turner, sorry about the echo, he said. It started raining, so I legged in the train, waited in the, into the Wayne Ray train waiting room. That's easy for me to say. It was more empty than Luton's points total this year, everybody. Come on, that's a good one. I like that. Dickie Sutton back again. At halftime, Ishmael should have been stressing both their fullbacks were on yellows and we should have exploited the wings more. First decent cross of the game ended up with a goal. Yeah, absolutely. It's my kind of little bugbear about might we uninvert the wingers on occasions to get more deliveries into the box. Now we've got somebody who's six foot three and seemingly will fight for the ball in that kind of in the six yard box and in the second six yard box in front of the goal. Thoughts today from Paul said Backman saved us. Could have been another Blackburn, but his double save was the difference. Great atmosphere and good subs that changed it up. John Parso said it was, however, clearly a game of two halves. The first half lasted 90 minutes and the second half, eight minutes. <laughs> Man of the match for making the key saves at the right time. Anyone seen We Are Luton Town seems to have gone missing. Very much, very much. Steve Potso out says, Morris can't get behind his man. That's the issue. Uh, oh, what, when he's on the ball? I'm, I'm talking more about runs off the ball. But no, that's fair enough. Gary copies in the Blue Sky Hub. He said, I've never heard of this A4 bag policy at any championship ground. Surely they just hand search the bag or scan it with a metal detector. Absolute nonsense. So there you go. Thank you, Sky Blue Hub, who who come on who, who came on previously just to thank us for this season's goal given to them at the CBS Arena. So there we go. Thank you for that, guys. Paul Fiander Turner said there's a good team in there, a couple of better passes and less blind flicks in danger areas, and we have a real attacking threat. Mark's, Mike Smart says some scientists say that yellow card are not awarded by counting up how many fouls each team has committed not saying they're right just putting an alternative view out there no you're absolutely right Mike I wasn't meaning it like that I was meaning in terms of in terms of the number of offences that were made we got picked, but but we did that uh, we, we've done that in the, in, in the meantime but it's a fair point absolutely indeed Louis Tashira says VI Valerian Ishmael deserves credit for that we kept going and pushing and got our reward in a game that last season we just wouldn't win subs all did their jobs and gave us the edge in the end by no means perfect but a much needed win and a good start to a busy week positive steps sky hub came on and said exactly that the uh, what, what we heard earlier on that they they've heard of no such a4 bag policy maybe we'll inquire regular chris says don't need him to do anything other than score the goals quite right i think we know who he's talking about and gary said nice to have a beer and a coke with mal and steve in the red line before the game there we got maximilian saying hello sir i hope you're well i had to go and do a photo shoot on the beach i think i may have missed something yeah Ma- maximilian sam is basically often will write write up some blogs for us and he's basically in turkey and he's been doing some uh, 
throughout the summer there's been some birthing of some turtles there's all sorts of things going on here it's not just football Gary was so bored sitting in the Sir Elton John stand no atmosphere I didn't realise Brum had a player sent off he says no, there we go, there we go, there we go. The last couple, let's get to those. Da, 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 da. Andy Payton says, with regard to the loser not going off after receiving treatment, the laws have changed. If the offending player is booked, the player foul doesn't need to go off. Not sure if the Brum, Brum player was booked, but if he was, that could be the reason. Andy, thank you very much indeed, because Alex mentioned that earlier on, If that and that's a thing, so that's good. And hey, when two people actually come up with the same theory on Twitter, I believe it makes it an official fact. I could be wrong. But I'm sure it does. Ellie said, thank fuck for that win. But she then came on and swore at us for other reasons and mentioned HR and stuff. Mark Calder says, wasn't at the game, but it seems like now we have a striker who can find the net. Ishmael Ball has found its feet. I'm excited for the rest of the season. The big Lebowski missed the game for a family gathering and was smug with the nil-nil and then saw the end. 2-0 and thought, God, it's about time we did a smash and grab. When was the last one of those? Main thing I want to know is how many times did Gary Wood say bastards during the game in my seat? He would have said it many times. He did try, he was trying to come on earlier on and had he come on, he'd have said, Peter, they're all bastards and I'd have liked that very much. Archie Worth says, Lou's are very inconsistent but Watford are unfortunately. Uh, and TJ said, should try the sensory room next time. That's sort of talking about the, yeah, uh, the, the sensory room. We were talking uh, with, with Richard earlier on, who, who has autism, but th- there are many degrees of, uh, of autism. And I'm sure other people more than me will know and appreciate what level of autism are going to mainly benefit from the sensory room. And this was something that wasn't necessarily to do with the the autistic match day experience it was to do with the handling to get in into the ground and it was something that was that didn't really need to do it if they're going into the sensory room and then somebody still did the same thing because the the same handling trying to get in there then the same thing might have occurred but obviously if you know any families with uh, who have kids with autism it's a fabulous facility then getting get in touch with the club and see if you can't help them get into a place and came on and said my nan's got more points than the scum and she died two years ago <laughs> thanks Anne. that was dark but fortunately you gave it tequila earlier on so that's good last two from snowboy the crowd of under fourteen thousand must have enjoyed it our great dane had to wait for fans to join him in the celebrations no fans nearby haute savoir france relegation this season perhaps not Okay, there was. I think they announced it was like eighteen thousand or something like that. But one never knows what what the announcement actually is, whether or not it's actually the right one. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, guys, as I say, tomorrow if you're in the Grosvenor Vale area, i.e. Ricelip Manor, do get on and and go and support the girls. I'm going to be down there, and I'm sure a few others will be as well to call them on. Carly Johns, who joined us from Oxford United, has scored three in three putting her basically absolutely level with today, Melita Ryevich, who has done the same for us. Three in total in three games, but also three and two in a way. So that's good. That's good. So we should be happy with that. I think we should be happy. So there we go. There we go. Justin, sir, anything to, to mention before we go? No, I don't think so, Peter. Uh, we'll catch up with everybody at the West Brom game. Uh, hopefully the, uh, the card machines will be working at the bunker. Uh, and if they are, we'll be down there. So come and, come and join us down there before the game. But no, nothing else to add. I think it's, uh, I think it's all been said, Peter. Excellent. In that case, everybody, it's 25 to 8. Get out there and have a, have a beer or have a party or go out for dinner or whatever it is, whatever it is you're doing, happily with three points in the bag. Because let's be honest, that's the really important thing today. We've all sat there, we've all come to the game, and we've all seen us go away with some points and some late goals. 
and a Danish guy who can put the ball in the back of the net. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.